Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Pilo. Yeah. Happy birthday. Man, what an honor to get to record on my birthday. Yeah. Sit out here poolside again and knock this uh, knock this episode out. So what's the day been like? It's been a good day, you know, as good as you can for uh, working all day, and uh, I did get a good meal in. I think we'll jump into that in a little bit after, uh, but it was it was solid. So, got to hang with the fam. It was it was a good day, you know. And the meal was at Sully's. Sully's, yeah. yeah. It was. That's your go-to. It was a, it was a great steak. It'd been a while. We went after the to the top talk tournament, and I saw Rockwell. I had envy if he got this prime ribeye and uh i had to give me one for tonight so well awesome 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 i also came bearing gifts uh we might talk about those yeah uh, th- th- those th- that 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 sixer uh later on in the show but man uh we got a bunch to get to tonight let's go ahead and kick it off welcome to to the top talk Greetings and salutations, everyone, and welcome to another episode of To The Top Talk, brought to you by our good friends at 4th Street Bar and Grill. We're recording this on May the 8th from beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi at Casa Pilo. Here, as always, with your break from the High Resource 5 propaganda to talk a little Southern Miss athletics, I'm your host, Jason Bailey. Joining me now, the one and only, the birthday boy, Patrick Lowry. Hey, hey. So man, um, great week. You know, I don't know if you need to have more birthdays more often, but uh, the, the the baseball weekend couldn't have gone much better. Yeah, you know, I hate that I missed Friday night. You have an opportunity for a home baseball game paired with Cinco de Mayo. I don't think it gets much better in my book <laughs> as someone who like eats Mexican food probably three times a week and loves a good margarita. Uh, I was devastated not to be there, but. Uh, we had a great time. I had, my first cousin got married. Harper was flower girl, and she crushed it, and we had a great time. So uh, I did catch Sunday, uh, but I definitely was cheering uh, at, on Friday night uh, during the rehearsal dinner, kind of watching us get that final out. You yeah, know. no doubt. Uh, and Cinco de Mayo festivities were going on everywhere, uh, yeah. in, including um, our show sponsor, our good friend. Don't forget the show is brought to you by Fourth uh, Street Bar and Grill, always the place to be pre and post game for every USM sporting event. Have all the games on if you can't make it to the game. $9.95 plate lunches Monday through Friday. Homestyle plate lunches. I had one today. Katie and I went out. It's our anniversary week. Yeah. Uh, it's our anniversary is the 12th. What is that? Thursday? Friday. 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 Yeah. Um, so our anniversary is on Friday. Uh, I just took the day off and we decided to kick it off the right way and go get a meal at Fourth Street. So I had. Um, they had jambalaya today Ooh. with some green beans. Nice. You know, it was a little French bread action. It was great. Solid choice. Um, so if you're going by 4th Street, remember to tag us on social when you go by there and get yourself a shout-out. Um, had a bunch of people tell me out at the Roost that they went by there when the games were kind of delayed this weekend. Yeah. And people were bouncing around Hattiesburg, going to different bars, waiting on the game. Um, but uh, uh, The rain uh, delay without the rain? Yes, yes, yeah. Reminiscent of MGM Park and, and, the, and, the, and the Conference USA Tournament. Um, so this week at 4th Street, Slade told me today that uh, trivia is Wednesday night. This is the last chance for trivia this month. I think Booty's going somewhere. And they wanted to also mention that 4th Street Bar will be the headquarters for watching the Sun Belt Conference Tournament uh, if you can't make it to Montgomery. Yeah, so, love that. Perfect place to go. So, man, what happened since the last time we recorded? A little bit. Uh, of course, lots of baseball at the Pete. Um, the Lady Eagles did what they had to do softball-wise to get into the Sun Belt Conference Tournament. Yeah, they did. Which is an accomplishment uh, in, in, in year one for Natalie Poole. Um, we had lots of rain. <laughs> you know, and, of. And, and lots of delays without rain. Um, but but probably the biggest thing that happened, and I thought we'd just kick off the show with this. Yeah. Uh, Golden Eagle Nation lost a good one with with the news of Tori Bowie passing away. Um, you know, what do you say? Uh, too soon, too young. Yeah. Um, just just 
always a, a bright light whenever I got to see her or uh, converse with her. And I know you had a, a more uh, personable experience with her when you were working at Southern Miss. So if you wouldn't mind uh, just maybe sharing that with. Yeah, no, I, uh, I mean, it was it was probably one of my favorite memories of of in athletics, just the entire campaign. We, you know, obviously her performance at Rio, she won the gold, she won the silver, she won the bronze, three medals that, that Olympics. And uh, we knew we had to do something special for her. So they, we kind of started this Tory Bowie day and uh, I can just remember the graphics. Uh, we, we gave out posters to everybody and uh, getting to work on that with really high in photography uh, and all of that campaign was incredible. And then leading up to that day, we honored her, I think at halftime at a football game, uh, and presented her with a lot of stuff on the field. And oh, cool. before that, they kind of unveiled this big sign and hopefully we get a statue out there one day of, of her. But uh, it was this big sign out of the track complex that said, uh, you know, Tori Bowie, you know, just kind of her story, you know, from uh, I think Sand Hill, Mississippi and, uh, just kind of her rise uh, and you know w- what she did at Southern Miss because I think at Southern Miss she she really wasn't a sprinter she was a triple jump mm-hmm. uh, athlete and uh, anyway uh, we got to uh, do a, a a photo session with her and the medals and just seeing her kind of pull these out of a bag right and then the case and like there were just these perfectly made wooden cases that kind of fanned open and she pulled out the metal and like put them all on and just, you know, she had this dress on and it was just an incredible experience. Yeah. I, I just felt like I was way in over my head, you know, like sports illustrated kind of, yeah. this is very high end. This is an Olympic, uh, three time Olympian standing in front of me. And, uh, she even let me hold one, which was, uh, they're way heavier than they look, uh, extremely heavy. Wow. Uh, and it was just something I'll always cherish and, uh, getting to honor her and then take that picture that kind of circled around social media of her on the field, kind of hands up and smiling. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's probably one of the, my favorite images that I was able to capture during my tenure at, at Southern Miss. So uh, I hate we lost her this early. She was a great Golden Eagle and, and, and ambassador for uh, not only the track program, but, you know, Southern Miss as a whole. So Sure thing. Well, yeah, yeah. Gone, gone way too soon, so. Uh, thoughts and prayers from from us at To the Top Talk to the to the Bowie family, for sure. And so you know, heck, look, there's <laughs> there's not an easy way to segue out of that in, into the rest of the show, <laughs> right? Um, but but we did have a guest agree to come on the show tonight, and it is Coach Mike Federico, who is head coach at Louisiana Monroe. You guys might remember him from his time at Southern Miss. Great guy. Uh, he was able to squeeze us in, and so here is our interview with Coach Federico. Okay, on the line now, uh, a very special guest of the program, one of the few people that knows that I was actually decent at baseball at one time. Um, he He is the current head coach at Louisiana Monroe. It's his fifth season there. Prior to Louisiana Monroe, he was an assistant at Southern Miss for nine seasons. Also spent time at University of Memphis, uh, coached at Meridian Community College, and actually played at Hines Community College. Grew up in Slidell, Louisiana. Welcome to the show, Mike Federico. Coach, what's up? How you doing, Jason? Great to be on. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you've squeezed us in here, so we're going to get you in and get you out as quick as we can. But yeah, man, what's up with you? Uh, how's life treating you over in, in uh, Monroe? It's been good. It's been good. Uh, you know, challenging, um, you know, uh, first time being a head coach and uh, in, a, in a great league. And, of course, you know, people like Southern Miss and uh, Old Dominion, those guys coming in the league make it, made it even more difficult. But uh, family's doing really well. Uh, married to Southern Miss alum, uh, Hannah Federico, and uh, got three kids uh, getting grown up and, you know, chaos with it with all those things my oldest son's a junior my middle son's a freshman and uh my daughter's in fifth grade so it's uh just blowing and going and uh, trying to build this program and um it's been it's been challenging but at the same time love love the challenges and the things that we you know go through on a day-to-day basis no doubt so you went to Heinz. i'm trying to figure out if we played against each other i know when i was at east central 
and uh, I graduated high school in 95, so I guess that will be, what, 96, 97 I played? Uh, yeah, just... I, I would have played at Hines in uh, spring of 94 and spring of 95. I was at Southern Miss in 96, 97 as a player mm-hmm. uh, for, for uh, you know, Coach Denson, and then I started coaching in, in 98, 99 with, with, uh, with Coach Palmer, and, and then, of course, got my start in a real job with Coach Barry in fall of 1999, spring of 2000 at, at Meridian Community College. Right. Um, and you mentioned a couple of the guys there, but I know that you you, you spent time under Coach Corky Palmer and Scott Berry, um, and I'm sure that their coaching styles must have rubbed off you on you in some ways. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, just, you know, Coach Palmer was, was our pitching coach my senior year, so I got to be pretty close with him. Um, being a catcher and he was a catcher and um, kind of, you know, similar, you know, defensive guys. Uh, I don't think Chris Palmer could hit back in the day. God rest his soul. Um, but was definitely a defender and, and um, you know, he was a guy that I leaned on a lot and, and felt like I, I really learned, you know, a ton underneath him, um, along with Coach Denson for that matter too. But uh, got to know him, hard-nosed guy and um, kind of old school. As, as we all know, and, um, you know, it was, it was fun to be around somebody like that. Um, Pitch Denson was a lot more laid back and, and those types of things. So sure. Coach Palmer brought a new element there. And then, uh, of course, you know, moving on and going to work with Coach Coach Barry. Uh, Coach Barry was a lot younger at that time when I was with him at Meridian. And, uh, I mean, he'd stare at you and put a hole through your heart. Uh, <laughs> the players, you know, were very intimidated by him. But then when I went back to – Work with him at Southern Miss in, in 2010. Um, he had grown up a lot and, and was a lot different, a lot more laid back, uh, still relentless and all those kind of things. But uh, you know, Coach Palmer was definitely a lot more unique than in any way, shape, or form than uh, you know what Coach Barry was. But uh, you know, two great men that I was able to work for and um, definitely shaped my life with, with everything and uh, that I that I've you know where I'm at right now and, and the things that I have. Sure thing. Um, are there any moments that stand out to you that you can remember uh, while you were here at Southern Miss? Um, I think you know, as, as a as a first time coaching there, you know, after playing, of course, the playing career was awesome with Coach Denson, and uh, you know, like I said, ninety six, ninety seven, it was a, a lot different game back then. We were really good those two years, and that was when you know it, there was only forty eight teams that got in the regional, so we were always kind of one of those last four teams out mm-hmm. and then um you know in 99 when it when it shifted gears to the you know the 64 teams that that 99 team was was pretty special with michael artman and scott cheek and some of those guys and never forget being in, in millington tennessee at the conference tournament we lost out and um didn't really know what RPI was or any of those kind of things. Didn't know that we were pretty much a shoe-in at that time. And I remember Michael Artman in the locker room in Memphis. Uh, you know, Coach, Coach Palmer was talking to the team kind of for the last time. Like, guys don't really know what's, what to expect. Don't know if we're going to be in or not. And uh, Michael Artman just kind of rallying the troops right after it because I thought the season was over. You know, mm-hmm. as a former player, you, you lose and it's you, you're kind of done if you don't win the tournament. And uh, Michael Artman kind of gave it the one two three and the entire room just said eagles and uh that just gave you that chilling feeling right there and then we got together for the selection show and we made it and went to all uh to alabama and that 99 team so that was kind of really special and then you know when i went back in in 2009 coming they had just gone to omaha and of course coach palmer had just retired and mm-hmm. just those feelings there and uh, having the you know number three recruiting class with coach Kaye was was huge and then you know going to the the 10 and 11 regional and then really having those down years those three years of being down with a really talented group and then getting back to the regionals in um you know 15 16 17 was was huge and um you know something that i'm, I'm really proud of and it gave me a chance to be a head coach and that two, after that 2017-50 win team and and uh, of course hosting the regional Sure thing. Well, uh, well, the the Golden Eagles have the have the Warhawks this weekend. So, what do you know about this year's Southern Miss program? Well, just you know, consistency. I think that's the big thing. You know, Coach Coach 
Coach Barry's done a great job of those things. Coach Oz, uh, of course, Creel know all of them so well. They're, they're friends. It's going to be fun to compete in them in, in a different way. I've played Southern Miss a couple times since I've been here, but it's always been non-conference games. Um, so it's going to be a lot different. It's going to be more like when I was at Memphis and was in you know Conference USA with them, playing playing them for a three-game series is different. Uh, you know, a lot of the names I know, I mean, you know, Dickerson was, was you know, I was – at Southern Miss when he was coming to Fall League and kind of recruiting him with, with Coach uh, Kai at the time. There's, you know, Montenegro is, is there. And, you know, I signed Gabe when, when I was there. So it's kind of mm-hmm. – uh, I know it's not Gabe, but his brother's being there. So, I mean, I've known that family for a long time. So it's, it's going to be special. Um, they're, they're playing really well, a lot of talented guys. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll have to be prepared. Um, two teams that are kind of playing for different things right now. So I, I think that's important for me in trying to build a program here is, is we're, we're trying to get to the level of a, a Southern Miss that wins 30 games every year and is a perennial top 25 team and, and you know, another team that looks like it's going to be in a regional again this year. What can the, uh, the, what can the Golden Eagle fans that are making the trip to Monroe expect to see out of the Warhawks? Um, you know, we're a hard-nosed team. Um, you know, facilities have really improved since I've been here. Uh, got got field turf, so the, the facilities have vastly improved from the last time that, uh, you know, Southern Miss has played here, which I don't even know the last time that you guys have been over here. Um, it's been a while, so I think the facilities are different. Um, you know, we've got, we've got, we've got a good hard-nosed group that's going to play hard. Um, again, we're trying to build something. We've got four freshmen that, that play a substantial role for us, and um, they're having to grow up on the fly and, and having to play guys like, you know, some of the fourth and fifth and sixth-year guys that you guys have over there, which, again, is a challenge. Sure. Well, fantastic, man. Well, I know a bunch of people that are making the trip, um, and and, uh, and I know they're looking forward to coming out there. So, you know, take it easy on us this weekend, Coach. And, um just hoping for a good game, uh, all three, all, th- all three games. Absolutely, I appreciate it. Always a pleasure to talk to you, and I appreciate all that you do. All right, coach. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. All right, Pilo, what'd you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's just it's it's got to be an interesting just dynamic for him, you know, the time he had here and, and, you know, it still probably holds a special place, you know, Mm -hmm. in his heart. And, uh, I mean, anybody that coaches at Southern Miss, especially in the baseball arena is as few people have, you know, been in, in those coaching positions. Um, you know, I'm sure it's, it means a lot. I mean, I know we're going there. He's not coming here, but still to see, you know, 40 across, you know, the dugout Mm -hmm. is just gotta be, uh, you know, yeah, and he's still buddies with all those guys, right? Yeah, it's it's definitely not any any bad blood there, right? Well, and we mentioned that we squeezed it in. So when we scheduled this thing, he agreed to it, and then he was like, "Look, I got my radio show at mm-hmm. six. Mm-hmm. I said, "Okay, we'll do it at about eight o'clock," and uh, he said, "Well, you know, eight o'clock, I got something to go to for my son." I said, "Okay." About 8.30. And he was like, oh, you know, maybe. He's like, oh, you know, I'm going to try my best. And finally, I was like, look, I'm off work today. Uh, I have a way that we figured out how I think I can record this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's try it. Uh, so the audio probably isn't perfect once it gets out. But but anyway, it, it was great to talk to, to Coach again. And I wish we would have had a little bit more time, but he's busy. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm glad he squeezed us in. Anybody who, uh, who heads up to Monroe this weekend – um, give him a shout, you know, great guy. I'm sure he'd, uh, I'm sure he'd love to, to shake hands with some, with some Golden Eagle fans up there. And, you know, obviously I hope that we win all the games. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> you know, unfortunately it's one of those games where, I mean, obviously I want us to win all of them. I want to just dominate and go 10 run rule and the whole deal, but he's just such a good dude. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're pulling for you every week except when we yeah, are playing you. Yeah. Every week except for this week. Right. Pilo, you did a fantastic job on a new shirt that we kicked off today. You've also got the Oppo Taco shirt. Yes. I haven't gotten mine yet, but I do have the Rocks Kicks and Delivers. It just every I don't know how you do it. It just it must just this this, this uh, creativity just exudes out. You call me up and you're like, dude, check this out. I don't even know how you do it on your computer, <laughs> but it's another great design. Uh, 
tell everybody what the new design is. Yeah, so uh, obviously, if you've been around uh, our baseball team this season, you, you've kind of seen the legend grow, especially in the last couple of weeks of Ooh. Danny. Hey now. Of Danny Lynch. There we go. And, uh, you know, he uh, obviously had a great weekend this past weekend. We're going to jump into that. Uh, And then there was just a comment from from uh, Coach Barry. And and usually a lot of a lot of the (laughs) I think T-shirt ideas probably come from postgame interviews with Coach Barry. Uh, where he's just super candid and was like, you know, so I think he was asked about Lynch's unique stance and uh, waggle, I guess, uh, pre-shot or, you know, pre-swing, whatever you call it, um, throwing in golf terms. But, uh, and he just said something along the lines of, you, you never know what you're going to kind of see. Uh, he might have some goats out there for some goat yoga. And instantly it was like, well, that's a t-shirt. Uh, and so you got to check it out. It's on bonfire.com slash store slash to the top talk or any of our socials. We have a link tree and there's actually a link directly to the goat yoga shirt. And so it has a yoga pose on there and it has a goat on there. And then we, you know, sneaked in a little kind of Easter egg, uh, and you'll, you have to check it out. I'm not going to, not going to. Not going to give part. it away, but uh, it's on there. You'll get it uh, if you're, you know, a big fan of baseball and the team. So uh, definitely go check it out. Uh, and actually, we've already sold ten today. We launched it at like I don't know noon today, mm-hmm. and I got on there kind of around four o'clock to kind of check it out. And we had already sold nine, so I think I checked it earlier. We sold another one, so we're already already starting to fly out the doors. Good you're going to see them at the Pete at by definitely by the next. Uh, you know the ULL series, so uh, I'm excited about it. I, I got to get one too. So yeah. very good, very good. We might even who knows. Stay tuned to the top talk. We might run a sale. Yeah, like, you know what? If we make it to like if we host a regional or something, regional sale. Yep, I love it. Love it. So we might have to wait a little bit. Uh, very good. So how about this? If yeah. we sweep this weekend, Monday morning, or heck. Hmm. Sunday night, we will put 10% off of all the baseball shirts. Ooh. I like it. No pressure, coach. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of baseball, and I wanted, we're going to talk about what the games went like, yeah, just like we always do. We're going mm-hmm. to dive into that. But uh, this was a topic of discussion around everybody sitting out in the roost. You know, since we're, we're looking at, unless we, it's just something horrible happens, right, I think we're going to end up with the one or two seed in this tournament. Right. Uh, and, of course, the if you are a one or two seed, like we talked about before, you're going to play a seven through ten seed, and that'll be their second game because they'll have to have, they have the play-in game. Right. Single elim play-in game. Who do you throw if you're set or miss? Ooh, uh, you gotta win. You gotta win. You can't. You can't. I mean, well, you, I mean, it is double elimination. But yeah, d- do you throw Tanner right there? Because you got to be thinking you're going to be facing a seven through ten teams too. They can't throw off. It's a single elim game, right? For them, they can't yeah. throw off. It's an interesting thing. I mean, and, and also, so the other side of that is you got to win, right? It's a, it's interesting. I mean, they got to be having this conversation. I don't think it's just a well. And maybe there's more to it. Maybe it's well, this team hits righties better, or maybe I have, I don't know. There could something be along those lines. But uh, it's it's something to think about, right? Yeah, I love that. I I mean, what little I know, uh, I'm like you. You gotta throw Tanner, uh, especially as as dominant as he's been as of late. What a seven inning eight inning outing a seven inning outing uh that's what you need to set you up to get to the end right you don't need to throw a lot of guys in that first game whoever it is it it doesn't necessarily have to be tanner you just obviously want that guy to go seven Mm -hmm. uh whoever it is um so so i i guess the advantage of throwing him the first game is and, and hopefully it, it may not be one of those games where you can be in the fourth inning we're up by a ton mm-hmm. okay and you can go ahead and pull him real quick but if you're planning on having the possibility of throwing him once again so if you make it to the end of the tournament if you're throwing uh, on that Sunday mm-hmm. maybe he's got a couple innings left 
right? Yeah. We've seen that coming into play with several guys in the past. Um, so that, that's one thing you got to think about. And I, th- I think I'm talking myself into pitching Tanner <laughs> here because, right. because y- y- you've also uh, – y- you don't want to be – you don't want to make the mistake of not throwing him and losing. And everybody in the world, yep, like our dumbasses and people on Twitter, <laughs> we're going to be talking about it. Like, how do you not throw Tanner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Kendall Rogers is going to be like, you idiots. Yeah. So, I, I, no, it's, it's definitely something to think about. If anybody else has any other thoughts on it, you can email us or, or tweet at us. Leave us a voicemail. And leave us a voicemail. Good God Almighty, get off your ass, people. I guess people just don't want to hear their voice. I, I don't, don't know. know. It's, it's a good thing we had Fed on this week because that kind of took up the voicemail segment. Right. But, yet again, voicemail is right there. All you got to do is pick up your phone and go to the voice memo section. It is super duper easy to do. You leave it. You, there's a forward button right there, and you type in to the top talk at gmail.com and send it on the way. Right. That's it. If you want to go incognito, tell us in the body of the email you want to go incognito. And there's an app that's on fine. your phone you can download that will alter your voice. Yes, that's it's probably free. That's happened. out there. Yeah, that has happened. Anyway, uh, it's, it's a cool thing to do. I, I, I wish that there was a little bit more um, uh, participation. <laughs> Yeah, as far as that goes, because they're great. The, the the ones that we've gotten so far have been fantastic. Just not enough of them. So, keep them coming. Let's talk about these baseball games from this past uh, weekend. Mm-hmm. So, baseball right now sitting at thirty-two and fifteen, seventeen and seven in the Sun Belt. Uh, couldn't have been a much better week at the Pete. Um, hitters that need to be hot are heating up at the right time. Uh, pitchers seem to have taken to their roles, and there's. Uh, there's a pretty clear game plan moving forward as far as like you know who starts the game, who comes out of the pin first, right, and who you give the ball to to finish it out. So there's been a chunk of the season where uh, I, there was it was not as clear as it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to see those puzzle pieces fitting together, right? Yeah. Before the season started, I mean before this this weekend started. We sent out a poll. You want to crack away? Cracking away. There he goes. There we go. That's one of the birthday beers. So, so we do a poll every single week, and we this week we decided to go with uh, our our good guy, our, our well, the newfound kind of hero so far of the second half of the season, Nick Monastere. Yeah. So, tons of nicknames getting thrown around. I didn't know that the name Monastere was, like, so... Uh, versatile. Versatile, yeah, marketable. Anything like, you know, uh, but... <laughs> All the it, above. It is. Um, so, th- there's been lots of nicknames flying around. A lot of them from the Southern Miss Baseball Twitter account. So, we put out a poll. What's a better, uh, quote-unquote, nickname? Oh. Yeah. I um, don't even get that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I do what I can. Wow. Put in quotes. Um, so... The four cho- the choices were the Monastere of Defense. Solid. That got 17% of the vote. The Loch Ness Monastere, that got 37% of the vote. Nikki Ballgame only got 22%. I don't know how that's possible. I think that's the best one. And then all of the above got 24%. So the Loch Ness Monastere, I, you know, how do you feel about that? I mean, every, it's, it seems it there's it lots of votes on the poll. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly love it as a as a conspiracy theory guy who has done my fair share of reading about the Loch Ness monster. I think it's awesome, uh, but I, but I'm still kind of drawn to Nikki Ballgame. I don't know. It's like I feel the thing like is he can do so much. Yeah, Nikki Ball, it's the whole entire thing, right? right. Nikki Ballgame. Um, Yes, yeah, Nikki play at second like base, a, and then it's the home run. It's the same. Right. He sounds like a Nikki. Sounds like a, a younger guy. Yeah. You know. I don't know. That, that, that sounds great to me. But Loch Ness Monastery, there there is some some things that you could do with that. Somebody hit us up on Twitter saying you've got to have a a, a Loch Ness monster image that we can raise up over the fence. Oh yeah. I'm I'm okay I, with I that. I got a feeling that you know I'm okay uh, with that. He's just a freshman, sure. people. Yeah. It's coming. So along with those, and thanks for everybody that voted, uh, for sure. I think there's a couple hundred votes or something. Yeah. Um, but there are also a bunch of write-ins, and I wanted to acknowledge those write-ins as well. Um, so Hat Trick Nick was given to us by Robert Goss. Mm-hmm. The Monster Mash, mm-hmm. which I wanted, I think he must, must have been the Monastery Mash. mash. 
That comes from our good friend Justin Hosey. Come on, Hosey. Didn't even sit monastery right. Just put straight monster. He said Halloween. <laughs> the, okay. Then my dad can't chimed in with one. My dad's, you know, he's super creative because he came up with uh, the Nixter. <laughs> I like it. Um, Debbie Kane hit us with Nick Money or just playing Money exclamation point, which is very true. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know. Again, that's. I, I appreciate the, the, the participation in this, no, no matter how it sounds. Um, Davy Lyons, good good friend Davy Lyons, listener of the show, just said the kid. Of course, that was Gary Carter from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Gary Carter was a catcher. Uh, Nick is very young, yeah. so the kid, you could do worse, right? You could do worse. This next one from Lane Brady is one of the best. Uh, oh, Hannah Stare. <laughs> Shohei Otani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Did I it. say that right? Isn't that where it is? O- Otani. Otani yeah. stare. I bet it was supposed to be. Otani stare. Yeah, there it we go. It says Ohana stare. Either I wrote it down wrong, typed it in wrong, but Otani stare. That's, that, that's a pretty solid one. Um, Nate Williamson sent us in Nikki Baseball. Uh, okay. Yeah. Good one. John Patrick Clancy had Nikki Slams. So I guess. Also yeah, sounds hey, like a combo at Denny's. <laughs> it's what I do after I leave wards, <laughs> or, or yeah, or Waffle House. <laughs> yeah, Nikki um, so, so Nikki Slam. That's one of the, well, when he hits a grand slam, sure. Nikki slams. Yeah. When he makes a great play, Monastery of Defense. Maybe you can use all of them. I don't know, but people are really lashing on this guy. I still keep guy. coming back to the versatile Nikki ball game. It's hard to beat. Jeff Taylor writes in Barry Stein's Monastery. Play on Frankenstein. A play on Frankenstein. For sure. Oh, Barry Stein. Okay. Barry okay. Stein. I like Monastery. it. Monastery. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have, okay, well, then St. Gregory the Great got what Jeho got wrong, I think. He said the Monastery Mash. So I don't know who, st- maybe he, you know, I don't know what happened there. But uh, I mean, great minds. Trick or treat at the Pete. Monastery Mash. Monastery Mash. But if it wasn't for NIL, we could just go crazy with some Yeah, t-shirts. we would have lots if there wasn't so much red tape. Uh, a couple more here. Hayden Richardson wrote in BDN. It's kind of already taken. Uh, Richard Sherman gave that one to to Nick Mullins. Yeah. But you could be called worse things than BDN, for sure. I've never been called BDN. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Momo, Mac- Mom- uh, Momo Montenegro pointed out that the Loch Ness Monster was already taken. Mm. But we pointed out that the... For Ryan Ock, it was the Ockness monster. So it sounds a lot like it. Mm. And I get the confusion, but it was the Ockness monster. And there will probably Loch never Ness be another monster. one of those, even though his brother is coming here. Who knows? That could work out. Anyway, uh, thanks for everybody for playing along. Those with are that all thing. good, though. They're great. I, 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 I love it. Um, I couldn't have come up with half of them. I, maybe that's the reason I came out with the simple Nicky Ball game. I don't know. Maybe it's as far as my brain takes me. Yeah. I can't get into monsters and mashes and, you know. Halloween stuff. Hosey. All right, dude. Midweek versus Tulane, man. What happened that game? Yeah, so uh, this is one of those games. I think we're at that point in our, obviously, in our season, and uh, or it feels like every game we have to win. Uh, this is one of those games where uh, low RPI, your RPI suffers regardless if you win. Yeah. Uh, so you can't lose. So mm-hmm. uh, if it's going to go down when you win, it you you just can't this lose. This is going to yeah be horrible if you if you lost. So luckily, you know, we took care of business. Eagles get the victory, ten five. Uh, Nico Mazza got the start, and uh, we didn't go Jonathan Holstaff. So uh, Nikki goes five and a third, eight hits, three earned, six Ks, and a walk. I could uh, get used to only one walk out of Nico. Sively comes in, goes three innings, two hits, one run, uh, one run, two Ks, credited with the win. Looked good. Got in a bit of trouble at the top of the ninth, but Storm comes in and was this the game he threw six pitches? I don't know. Uh, they all run together. They kind of do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was like. Got in a little bit of trouble. He needed two outs. He comes in, throws six pitches. Uh, anyway, uh, two-thirds innings pitch, two K. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, mm-hmm. this has got to be it. Two-thirds innings pitch, two Ks, ball game. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, he turned into that guy. <laughs> he, 
Yeah, I, I guess like he had 94 people are, again the other day. Yeah, people are watching film and like, I think it was that one series we were at wherever it was last. We our last road series on the weekend. The way they had their camera set up on the on the the broadcast, it was so zoomed in. He literally took up the entire frame right uh, on the mound. So it's like he's got to be intimidating sitting up there. And then you know that ball is just if, if it's ninety four and it's coming from six seven. And uh, he's got an attitude now. Yeah, I don't know what it is. When it, like from the time he swings that damn bullpen door open, yeah, he comes running his ass in there. I'm like, here we go, dude. You know, <laughs> that's right, storm chaser. That's right. I love it. Offensively, Southern Miss with 13 hits and 10 runs. Etzel goes four for five, two runs, two ribbies. Dickerson goes two for five. Peyto two for five. Nikki ball game only one for four, but that one was. Uh, Massive. Mm-hmm. Sarge and Lynch uh, singled. Ewing walked, and then Nikki Ballgame comes up and hits a grand salami in the six when USM was down uh, by run four three, which you know put us up for uh, up seven to four. And then uh, Dickerson and Edsel also doubled. So uh, Dickerson and Monastere, uh did have errors in this game. So. Yeah, they're not you know, perfect. They're not perfect, but <laughs> uh, playing up the middle together takes a little time, and uh, you know, to figure out what the other guy's going to do and kind of gel together. And uh, yeah, just like like like, what side of the bases are your guy going to? Right. I mean, if you're Dickerson, when you're when you're turning that double play up the middle, is is your guy left foot on the bag and he goes backwards? Is he left foot on the bag and comes across with the right? Uh, it's 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 minute things, but if you're right. a hair off, I mean, it just takes it takes a little time. To yep. get used to your guys, so they're getting there. Yep. You've seen uh, uh, post game. Seems like Nikki's been getting interviewed a lot post game lately. Mm-hmm. So Dusty keeps throwing water in his face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Um, they've got. I don't know. We've somehow found this chemistry, man. They just. I mean, it didn't happen for a while, and maybe it's just more evident now because we're winning. Yeah. Everybody's happy. Yeah. You know. In um, in you know to wrap this one up, it was it was a, a game where we were behind. Late yep. in the game, mm-hmm. middle late of the game, mm-hmm. and the Eagles find a way. It's just something that you see out of good teams. I think it's, it's in every sport, especially in college sports. Good teams always find a way to win, even if you don't play your best. Sure, uh, I mean Alabama and football has done it for years and years and years and years. They just win. Um, it doesn't matter, you know, how much time is left. They just win, and so it, it's it's kind of gotten to that point where. Uh, when we need the offense, those guys are clicking, especially, you know, this past weekend, and we're going to get into that. It's it's just everything's starting to kind of line up in jail when there were so many questions early mm-hmm. in the season. What you drinking on there, man? Yeah, it's a uh, Leinenkugel Juicy Peach. Tasty. Very nice. Yeah, I'm liking it. We'll see how many of these you, you get to during the episode. <laughs> hey, and after three days at the Peach, it's not easy to crack one open on a Monday. That's true. It's just not. But it's your birthday. There we go. I even cracked one open on your birthday. <laughs> All right, series versus South Al. They South are Al. a thorn in our side in every single aspect of life. Yep. In every sport. Uh, they're not having the season they expected to uh, in baseball, but this is the kind of moment where it's perfect for them to come in here and spoil our hosting chances. Sure. So, you know... How is it going to go? We didn't know. Whenever South Al over there, I feel better about our chances when it's baseball playing South Al. <laughs> but damn it, it's still South Al. <laughs> it's going to change this year, though. Yeah. That Tuesday night football game is going to be different. Love it. Mark it down. Southern Miss wins the game one, six to four. Tanner Hall on the mound for this. That was a Cinco de Mayo game. Uh, everybody on the Jumbotron had a sombrero on. Yeah. That was pretty cool. So sad. I thought it was just going to be Tanner, so I took a picture of it at the beginning and tweeted it out. And then it was like everybody. I was like, okay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> um, t- uh, Tanner looked great. Uh, eight innings pitch, three hits, two runs, nine Ks, two walks on 110 pitches. Pretty much what we get out of Tanner all the time. Yeah. Uh, it, it didn't start off great, though. He gave up back-to-back hits to start the game. Gave up a run in the first and gave up a solo shot in the second. And you're like, oh, God, what are we doing? Yep. Then it was pretty much lights out. No more hits allowed through eight innings. Hall American type stuff. Then Sively comes in, gets a couple outs, uh, walks a couple guys, and then Storm kind of came in and saved the day yet again. Got his seventh save of the year. Sutter missed with eight eight hits on the day. 
which is not a ton, but it was good enough to get the W. Uh, nobody had multiple hits, but but eight different hit, Eagles hitters had at least one hit. That's all. Awesome. Which is spread out through the whole order. Yeah. Right? Um, six different Eagles had an RBI. So we had six total runs by six different guys. Nice. Team effort. Sarge hit a double. Wilkes hit a triple. Danny went yard. Um, Monastery probably would have had two hits, but he was plunked twice. So he was on base all game long. Good win. Great uh, to start off the conference set with a W. That made eight straight victories for Southern Miss. I know you weren't there, but had to make you feel good. Yeah, no, I uh, I was keeping up with just the tracker kind of periodically through dinner, and uh, I think I saw where it was close and kind of you know getting in that ninth inning and a little bit of struggle. Then they well, they scored a couple late. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, okay, uh, we, we got to win, got to win. So I literally I pull the game up at that point, <laughs> and I'm watching at the table uh, eating dinner, and people are like giving speeches. You yeah, know, at, you're at a wedding. Yeah, at, at the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. yeah, like the you know bridesmaids are telling stories, and I'm just kind of sitting there. <laughs> uh, Lisa probably loved that. Oh yeah, oh she didn't care. She was keeping up with softball, I'm sure. Uh, and literally when I turn it on, it was like boom. They just needed me to watch. That's there all. There you go. Yeah. And then we closed it out. So I was like, okay, we're good. Uh, then I had to go uh, let my cousin, who was getting married, the uh, Ole Miss alum, let him did know you, uh, how well we are did, playing. Did you baseball. do a? Are, are you speech guy? Did you get up and do? You know, I actually thought about it because uh, a lot of a lot it's of a lot his of pressure were, in that moment. I've done a couple. Yeah. I don't think I'm great at them. It's a yeah. lot of pressure when you stand up and all of a sudden it's on you. You you ding the glass. Yeah. And then it's on. Yeah. You got to be funny or sentimental or something. Yep. So. That way, I mean, yeah, I had some great ones, but I don't really know if it was anything as captivating as, as other folks. <laughs> so I kind of just remained uh, silent. There you go. Game two. You want to get us caught up on that one? Yeah. So Southern Miss wins game two, 6-4. Uh, we'll just go ahead and get that out of the way. Uh, Oldham got the start as he became uh, the Saturday starter. South got out to a hot start again, scoring two runs in the top of the first. Then Billy kind of did what Tanner Hall did, kind of settles in. He mm-hmm. goes six and a third, six hits, four run, uh, four runs, three earned, seven Ks, two walks. So he gives up two in the first and then kind of settles down. Southern Miss scores one in the second off a Peto single, two runs in the third, and two more uh, the bottom of the fifth with a Wilkes bomb. Southern Miss gets 12 hits on the day, so improved uh, from Friday. Wilkes goes two for five with a homer. Uh, Lynch two for four. Nicholas ball game three for three. Love to see it. Uh, Sarge, Ewing, and Monastere all hit doubles. After Oldham comes out, Armistead comes in and goes to work. Uh, throws two innings, gives up one hit, one walk, four Ks. And we, you know, again, kick it over to Storm, uh, throws the last two outs uh, on nine total pitches. Love to see it. Record uh, records his second save in as many days in his eighth of the season. Yeah. Ho-hum. You know, get, get to the end. Right. Yep. I mean, it's like, hey, Billy, go do what Tanner did yesterday. And then whenever you come out, we have a host of middle guys. Yep. Namely Armistead and Sibley. And if we need him, uh, the Storm Chaser. That's yeah. that's the game plan. <laughs> uh, so so it's 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 nice to see. So one both of those. Of course, we've already mentioned that we sweeped we swept this series. Uh, so game three, we won this one six to one to complete the sweep. Very fun day at the beat. That's ten games in a row for Coach Barry and the boys. Yeah, I was there. Those. Oh, you were there. That's right. One. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Uh, that makes five sweeps on the season. So we have swept South Al, Arkansas State, James Madison. Dallas Baptist and Liberty. Yeah, that DBU sweep is is looming large as far as RPI wise. We're waiting like, we're, like we've got they, they they're killing it. Yeah, they're a top fifteen team, and we swept them. Yep. And so you knew we, they would figure it out, right? You know, they're just yeah. Well, kind of like when they they swept us last year, right? Right. And we figured it out. Yep. It's like yep. a mirror image thing going on there. It is. Um. So, uh, 12 hits total on the day. Again, three guys with two. Uh, Rodrigo, Montenegro, Peto, and Ewing all with two hits. Every starter in the lineup for Southern Miss got a hit. That's awesome. Uh, Danny Lynch stays hot and hits another home run. 
Matt Adams got the Sunday start. He went a bit further this time. You know, last time he only went 42 pitches, I think. Uh, this time, three and a third, one earned run, five Ks, three walks on 62 pitches. So instant up just a hair, you know, through a, uh, through a few more. And, and just bringing him along slowly after that, whatever it was. I believe they said shoulder tightness. Um, Chase Adams and Nico Mazza closed it out after that. So get this. It's interesting. I guess that Matt just came out at a weird time because Chase Adams comes in, throws two-thirds of an inning and gets the win, okay, throwing two-thirds of an inning. Mm -hmm. And Nico goes five complete and gets the save. <laughs> this nice. guy, it's, it's like the flip-flop thing that Natalie Poole does with softball. Yeah. You know? Um, well, it's just the whole the whole Adams Adams thing throws me off too, because you kind of just glance up at the scoreboard, right? Is he still in there? And I'm like, wait, which one is that? He's, with, he's uh, got a new arm, especially when you throw him back to back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now Nico looks sharp, man. Uh, struck yeah. out nine uh, in relief. Yeah, right. Uh, walked just three batters. He's just got such electric stuff. Uh, he threw 92 pitches on a day, and it's very, very, very easy velocity. It's, eh, whew. Um, it's, I don't know who to compare him to. Maybe Tyler in the last couple of years. But he, once he puts it together, man, he's, he's going to be one of those unhittable, like super high draft pick guys yep. for Southern Miss. He's just, he's got it all there. Um, just, he's on and the great, verge. Great baseball name, too. Yes. On the verge of, of just being just one of the all time greats, I think. Uh, next up for Southern Miss, we have Louisiana Monroe this weekend. They are 16 and 32, 5 and 18 in league play. They are hitting 259 as a team with 38 home runs and have a team ERA of seven. Man, I don't want it's a it's a series that Southern Miss should sweep. Yep, I really hope we do. Um, you absolutely if you have any chance of hosting, absolutely just can't lose one of them. Right. Anyway, as good of a guy as Fed is, I you know it's, we gotta take care of business. Yep. No offense. Sunbell standings get us caught up on that. Yeah. So it's it's. It's a tight race. Uh, Southern Miss and Coastal both sitting at 17 and 7 atop. Uh, next up is Texas State at 15 and 9, followed by uh, two teams at 14 and 10 in Louisiana Lafayette and Georgia Southern. James Madison at 12 and 10, Troy at 13 and 11, Old Dominion 13 and 11, App State 12 and 11. And Georgia State and now South Al, both 11 and 13, vying for that 10th spot in the Sun Belt tourney. Yeah, it's, it's weird. That's a whole, man, that's, that's some parody right there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> baseball polls. Um, baseball America, I have not ranked. Maybe they've updated it since then. I'm not sure. Most, most rankings, we are in there this week, but I saw Baseball America has in, having us not ranked. ESPN, we are number 25, previously not ranked. D1 Baseball, number 25, previously not ranked. USA Today Coaches Poll, we're at number 28, but we're at number 38 last week. Yeah. So we moved up a pretty good bit. Uh, College Baseball Nation has us at 23. Rob's rankings, threw him in there this time. Uh, we're at number 17. And the Warren Nolan update, our RPI currently at 23 with a strength of schedule 40. And always, for reference, Mississippi State RPI is 57, strength of schedule 7. Ole Miss RPI 63, strength of schedule 22. That brings us to softball. Take it away, Pilo. Yeah. So softball sitting at 22 and 23, 6 and 17 in conference. I mean, this um, series started on Thursday, so it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh -huh. Uh, with the finale at uh, Georgia State, so kind of we, we need a little help. Yeah, we. Yeah, I think we had the opportunity to, to. We're in if we sweep. If we win two of three, we need a little help. Uh, and so, kick it off uh, to get in as that ten seed mm -hmm. uh, in the tourney. So, uh, game one got the win four one. Uh, stop me if you if you've heard this before. Linestalk uh, shoved it and Borden hits a home run. Right. Uh, which is kind of the M.O. when we win. So, Linestock goes seven innings pitch, four hits, one earned, six Ks, uh, two walks. And Hannah Borden goes three for four with two runs, two RBIs, and a home run, her tenth of the season. Uh, Southern Miss with ten hits on the day, which is good to see. Uh, Borden goes three for four. Jaina Lee, two for three with a walk. And Lorna Agron goes two for four. 
Lady Eagles in control of this one all game long. Led 2-0 after one with the home run from Borden. Uh, 2-1 through 5. Scored one in the sixth and the seventh to finish it off. Great way to kind of get off the right foot. And, uh, you know, with a W in the last series of the season. Had to have it. Hey, when the season's going like it has. When we started off good, then we lost, like, what, 11 in a row at one point? Right. Started off with all those really tough conference games. Yep. Hey, it's tough to keep your 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 players in it. Yeah. And not only are we in it, man, we, we finished it off great. So, so game two, uh, lost this game six to four. And, you know, I, I think you think you start hanging your head going into game three. But this game was hard fought, came up a little short. Southern Miss was really battled. Late. Yeah, this shows some fight here. Down six to nothing in the sixth inning mm-hmm. when Natalie Taylor hit a homer. Then the Lady Eagles got two more in the seventh when Hannah Borden hit a homer. Shocker. Um, but that would be the final run scored, and Georgia State ties up the series at a game apiece. Um, Natalie Taylor, the only Lady Eagle with multiple hits. She had two of them. Lee started in the circle for Southern Miss. Uh, did okay. Kept us in it. Five and a third, five hits, three runs, two earned. Um, kept us in it the entire day. Just came up a little short, right? And we were, we were off the game three and kind of in a must-win situation. Yeah. I mean, with the you know, season on the line, you got to win and get a little help. Uh you know, you, you definitely are going to throw line stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice to have her just sitting there and just waiting. Right. <laughs> she was ready. Um, you know, Lady Eagles end up with a 2-1 victory. So, And that's kind of been the MO. If you kind of go through our wins this season, they've all been 3-2, 2-1, 4-3, uh, all really tight games. And mm-hmm. so uh, line stock uh, gets her 13th win of the season, struck out 11, walked zero, and only gave up four hits. So huge outing for her. Georgia State actually had the lead in the first uh, by a score of one to zero. Then Lady Eagles score once in the second and once in the third, and that was all Linestock needed to kind of close it out. Very big for Coach Poole to make the tourney in her first year and something to hang your hat on and build on definitely uh, moving forward. Right, yeah. And and up next is the Sun Belt Conference Tournament in Lafayette, Louisiana, May 10th through the 13th. So yep. is that, that's this week. Yeah, yeah, and actually, Lisa okay. is my wife is leaving in the morning with the team. So, um, not only is you know she works on the academic side, softball is one of her teams, and so uh, this week for the majority of the students is finals week, and so you've had this, um, you know, after Saturday's game, wasn't really sure they were going to be able to get in, and then. Uh, or I guess that was Friday's game, and then uh, end up winning and getting a little help and sneaking in there at 10. So uh, it's a lot of shuffling uh, um, after that game on Saturday. As right. We were coming back from the wedding, and, and Lisa's phone's blowing up, and <laughs> lots of questions. And, and, and she has been working overtime uh, trying to get you know professors lined up. To, so she's going to basically proctor test because all these girls have finals that have to be in person, but – uh, they're on the road, gotcha. so gotcha. Uh, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that a lot of people don't know. That all these kids are, you know, trying to take finals, trying to focus, trying to trying to win ball games and practice and do everything you got to do. But uh, this is finals week, and so it's a big week for them academically, and it's a big week uh, to kind of advance into the postseason. So uh, she's leaving in the morning with the team, and uh, best best wishes to them, and and hopefully uh, they get down there and win a couple of games. Looking at the bracket, it's similar to what the men's bracket is going to look like, right. whereas there's a, the 7 through 10 play a play-in game. So whoever wins out of us in Coastal Carolina, looks like that game's going to be at 1 o'clock gets on Marshall. ESPN+. Plus. Yeah. Yep. Whoever wins that one gets Marshall. Yep. Marshall's awesome. Yep. Um, and you'll be in your second game. So, but, uh, look, hey, just making this tournament for Natalie was, was huge. I mean, not, not that they can't do it. I mean, you put your uniform on the same way and, you know, I'll enter, enter whatever cliche you want to at this point. But if you're in the tournament, you got a chance. Yep. So, uh, that being said, I would definitely plan on seeing line stock throw. <laughs> That's for shame. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and, and in the other, in the 8-9 game, it's going to be ULM versus Georgia State, and they'll get Louisiana. So, if you're on the other side of the bracket, it's not much easier, but... After that, you guys can find this bracket on, uh, I think I found this on the Sunbelt uh, website. Yep. So go check that out. Um, but remember to watch the Lady Eagles on Wednesday at 1 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. Yep. And let's see, what do we got here? Basketball camps. That didn't start till June. We've said that a bunch of times. 
Basketball camps. Hey, if you want to go to a basketball camp, June is your month. Yep. Buckle up. Anything you want. You can go to all of them. It's awesome. Tweet of the week? I didn't get one. Did you do one? <laughs> oh, man, I saw one. We have some Shoot. tweets of the week. Um, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Uh, you, you can thumb through, and we'll come back to that. Um, we have, we, well, as far as the mailbag goes, there there's some there's some emails about shirts and about uh, some other stuff, but there really wasn't any uh, emails that we really are going to talk about on here. But uh, our good friend Steve Farmer did uh, send us the info on the Sarge watch a couple weeks ago. We've been looking at that. Sarge did not hit any home runs this weekend, but we'd like to remind you that Sarge is still sitting at. 46 home runs. That's in fourth place, tied with Brad Wilcutt. So they both have 46. Jeff Cook is in third place with 50. Um, Mark Maddox with 53 in second. And Walner, the all-time leader, at 58. Do not forget, while Pilo is still looking up a tweet, mm-hmm. that we have new baseball designs ready to roll. The Apo Taco. The Goat Yoga, the Rocks Kicks and Delivers. You can get these in short sleeves. They're high-quality shirts, comfort colors, long sleeves. And we have, and we have three you know, that kind of snuck under the radar, three Hattiesburg shirts. Oh, I forgot about those. The Hattiesburg script. Yeah, we have a Hattiesburg script. We have a Hattiesburg uh, kind of, I'm going to nerd out in uh, graphic design talk, but kind of a slab serif font. You'll know what that looks like if you've seen those seaside shirts that everybody wears. Go down to like 30A and get that shirt. Mm -hmm. Uh, Looks very similar. Instead of saying seaside, it says Hattiesburg. So check it out. Uh, So, yeah, we have three of those out there, too. Awesome. In Sutter Missing Related News, while we're still trying to pick a Tweet of the Week, uh, Tanner Hall earned Sunbelt Pitcher of the Week honors again. It's the second time he's done that and the fourth time in 11 weeks that USM Pitcher has earned that honor. The Green Bay Packers have invited Hunter Mason Hunt to rookie minicamp. There's a pretty cool video of Mason going through his high school uh, uh, in uh, Stone mm-hmm. down there. Mm-hmm. where I think he was going through the elementary school. Given, he was like doing his own eagle walk. His stone walk, I guess. Right. And um, and it was cool watching. They're all cheering him on as he was, I guess, leaving the building, like headed to Green Bay is what it looked like. So yeah. That was pretty cool. Uh, USM men's golfer Cameron Clark has been named Newcomer of the Year. Uh, he played in all 11 tournaments for Southern Miss and had a team best six top ten finishes and two top fives. Wow. So he's a new guy, on new kid on the block, and he's already kicking ass. Yeah. So that's good. Um, did you come up with a tweet? I did. I think I think Great. we got to give it to our good friend Cloverleaf. I remember laughing about this, and I think this is the one I was thinking. He's so good. So it was really wrapping up. You know, he does a lot of kind of raps on our episodes, and uh, so a few days after we had released last week's episode, you made a quote in there talking about how uh, our pitching coach with Coach Oz and all the uh offers that he would have on the table chasing the money is kind of like going to live oh yeah and right. he did this welcome to live uh baseball uh graphic, oh, I see the graphic with ostrander yeah. and comparing him to phil mickelson and uh <laughs> <So> <laughs> i think good. it's just great i mean like just perfect uh representation of uh exactly what we were trying to illustrate no doubt um so you guys uh, again uh don't forget to go visit our good friends at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Always the place to be pre and post game for every USM sporting event. Have all the games on if you can't make it to the game. $9.95 plate lunches Monday through Friday. Homestyle plate lunches. And tag us on social when you go by there. And you will get yourself a shout-out. Speaking of shout-outs, Pilo, what you got? Yeah, so uh, kick it off again with, I talked about this just a second earlier, but uh, definitely... Shout out my wife, Lisa. Um, crazy weekend this weekend with the wedding and getting Harper ready and running all over town. And uh, it was just one of those, like, it's just a blur. We were running nonstop all weekend trying to uh, get stuff done. And, again, like, softball wins and, and all of the stuff that happens. She stays up late and 
Uh, get, we get back into town on Sunday. I go to baseball. She goes straight to the office and works like four, four and a half hours to get these kids' schedules ready. And so she's just uh, just an absolute rock star for um, Southern Miss Athletics on the, on, the, on the admissions side. So huge shout-out to her and all the work she You know she doesn't in. listen to the show. She actually does. <laughs> it's just maybe like a month late. So I'm going to let her know she should probably <laughs> listen to this episode. Uh, Q, quit, quit giving her enough props. I got it. Uh, I have to give one to our good friend, Matt Rockwell. Uh, so 6 p.m. wedding on a Saturday and I'm in town. Uh, what are we going to do? We're going to play golf. Mm-hmm. And so uh, met Matt and uh, he and my dad and uh, myself played Patrick Farms Saturday morning early. My first time to play there. Awesome. A little soggy out there. I guess they got a lot more rain than we did uh, in a few days leading up to that. But uh, great track. I had a lot of fun. Uh, we had a good time. And uh, one more to the the Cooper family and uh, Roman uh, Gailey. We ended up staying out after Sunday's game for like, I don't know how long it was, uh, <laughs> several hours just kind of hanging out and talking and kind of shut it down. We actually locked the gate, if that tells you anything. Uh, we were the last ones out, locked the gate. Uh, and so it was just good to kind of uh, be back at the Pete after missing, you know, Friday and Saturday just to kind of soak it all in. You know, we don't have too many left. Hopefully we have more left uh, with, with, with hosting and stuff like that. So I uh, just wanted to give them a shout out and uh, say I enjoyed the uh, – the chat and everybody out there that kind of wished me a happy birthday out in the roost uh, with the Wallaces and, and everybody in spot 38, 39. Uh, thank you to everybody for that. Very good. Uh, so I'd like to give a, a shout out or two. Uh, number one, I got to give a shout out to the, the kind of the godfather of this podcast, yeah. Jamie Arrington. Made an appearance at the Pete. Uh, he came out to the Tulane midweek game. Brought us some luck, I think. So that was very good. Always great to see Jamie. Yep. Nathan and Lamar, fans that I met down at Mr. Rick's spot. I got there a little bit late because Jack yeah. had a ball game. And I came in and was shaking hands on the way down and uh, and met oh, these yeah, guys. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. I, I didn't realize at the time that they – I was like, yeah, man, how you doing? Very nice to meet you. I got to get down to my spot. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then later on I found out that they weren't from here and they were just visiting. They wanted to do the roost and – Anyway, he's like, man, I like, love the show. I've been listening. So I wish I would have paid more attention. Right. Um, but I was in a little bit of a hurry. Just hadn't gotten my first beer in me yet, and we were losing, and I was going down this, you know, <laughs> I was in a hurry. But so Nathan and Lamar, um, yeah, yeah, just thanks for coming down, man. They both live in Tennessee somewhere. Uh, hadn't been down to a game in like 25 years or something like that. Most of this info is coming from Mr. Rick, so if it's wrong. Yeah, and one of the guys had never been. So oh, the, one okay. of the guys – had been it'd been like twenty something years. The other guy said, "I watched y'all last year during the regional, and I had to come." Oh, That's cool. literally what he told me, and I was like, "How cool is that?" So Great. they were. I think they worked together, and yeah. so he was making a trip, and and yeah, what a what a cool story. Yeah, very cool. And great guys, and yeah, uh, I hope definitely. you guys had fun. And obviously, you know, open invite uh, always whenever you come back down. And by the way, twenty years, man, you're only in Tennessee. It's not like you live in like Canada. <laughs> You know, I'm just kidding. It's hard. Hey, I, the Timberton Golf Course, one of my favorite golf courses, is three miles down the road. I can't even make it over there, so I get it. Yep. Um, also wanted to give a shout out to uh, Nikki McNeese. She's a bartender at Fourth Street, just graduated nursing school, and oh, will be taking congrats. a job with Wesley. Um, she's still at Fourth Street for like uh, three or four weeks or something like that. Um, she applied for a job, like got one, like right away. So she was telling us about it today at lunch. And, oh, that's great. Uh, great, great girl. So just go by here, go by 4th Street and see her while you can. And last shout out, uh, USM Voice, not that he left. I put on here, USM Voice on Twitter is back. He hasn't gone anywhere, but probably hadn't put out as much content lately as as he did for forever. Yeah. Um, I saw where he had his 11th year anniversary of being on Twitter this past week. Um he does a great job. Uh, you should definitely follow him if you're not following him. Um, so just glad to see that he's kind of getting back getting yeah. back out there a little bit. That's right? a lot of work. It is. Dude, <laughs> look, look, to be a non-affiliated account, you yeah. have 20,000-something 20, 20, followers. Yeah. That's not easy to do. No. So props, my man. We got to like 8,000-something and just plateaued. <laughs> yeah. Which is fun. That's, that's great, too. But, um, but no, he's a good dude. And um, 
and glad to see him back out there again. So, well, you got anything else, birthday boy? I don't think so, man. It's been a good one. I think we'll shut it down. Yeah, let's go ahead and shut her down. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening in, in today, whatever day you might have listened, and whichever platform you chose to listen in on. Remember, you can follow me at Bumper J Bailey and Patrick at P. Lowry. Follow us on all social at To The Top Talk, and don't forget about the mailbag or the voicemails or anything else. Do all of that at ToTheTopTalk at gmail.com. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Tell somebody To The Top Talk. Or to <laughs> oh, Lordy. Haven't uh, had a beer. Yeah, you know. Let's try that again. <laughs> oh, man. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Tell somebody to the top today. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Talk. Nice. I could play for Alabama, USC, or Notre Dame. You have lots of things to offer. But Southern Mississippi put you all shame. I was born here in Hattiesburg, never ventured far away. When it comes to playing football, here in Eagle Heaven is where I'm gonna stay. I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, RLSU. You play a good game of football But Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you When the football season it's over and done The fans here in Hattiesburg Will be proud of what we've done I could play For the Georgia Bulldogs Florida State Or Tennessee But I chose Southern Mississippi And right here at home Is where I'll always be I could play For Alabama USC our Notre Dame You have lots Of things to offer But Southern Mississippi Put you all to shame I could play For North Carolina Ohio State Or LSU You play a good Game of football But Southern Mississippi Is a whole lot better than you season is over and done all your teams with famous names will see we're number one ask mississippi state ask mississippi state call katie case bailey with dunbar real estate for all of your real estate needs katie case bailey realtor extraordinaire something to show something to list something to sell call today at 601-408-9980 